Hello and welcome to the Impact at Home podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you the very best professional learning to help you make an impact in your school. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Finn. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm very well, for all the well for seeing you this morning. Yes. I haven't seen you for the last week. No, no, we've had a, a week without coming into the office. A whirlwind week, should I say. Yes, but... it's been very, very busy and uh, on the podcast this week we're going to look at what life is like for everybody which is um well it, it changes day by day it does it does it does but we we're seeing that change but also we're going to look at some very practical um strategies that teachers can use in the classroom and schools can use with their learners to make a difference alongside living with covid and, and I think it's very much that we're finding today that not having seen each other for a week, it's it's about re-establishing that human connection. It is. OK, so listen in and find out what we're going to say about those things. So um, let's just talk about for a, a minute, kind of check in with where everybody is, what they're doing, um, how it feels out there, because we're in a, an enviable position, aren't we, that we have contact with a lot of teachers but that contact is we are sort of separate to schools, aren't we? So that it's it's almost like we're looking in from the outside. And we're in that very strange um, place where September, well, we were in September. Mm. It felt like it was we were never going to get out of September. And now mm. looking back now we're in October, mm. it's like, well, where did that go? How, you know, what what's happened to the last four or five yeah. weeks? Yeah, well, the first of September feels basically like about six months ago doesn't it does it? well and you look at how how things have changed in mm. those five to six weeks who would have thought at the first of september that we're heading into this sort of news today that scotland are contemplating having a two-week lockdown, two lockdown yeah. that you know ooh, national lockdown as well so yeah and it's just thinking about how time has shifted so quickly there's a there's a piece of research out there that talks about um if you want to feel like you've lived longer or you want to have a you know you want to stay young it's about um, creating lots of novel memories, laying down lots of novel memories, because then the, the time feels like it's shifting more slowly yeah. and you're experiencing more. It's, it's, it's like that, you know, when you fall over and it feels like you're doing it in slow motion because it's, you know, it's novel for you to, to, to fall over in that position. And I think that's where we are at the moment. We have so much novelty so many unique different that horrible word unprecedented but all these these new experiences that everyone's going through it is every day feels really long yeah but it's it's not also just these new experiences it's new ways of having to deal with those experiences I think that yeah. is exhausting yes and I, and I think that that is the one thing that we found over the last four to five weeks that you know we get frustrated and we get um, to that point where not irritable but you know irritable it's just, I think we can say that irritable, irritable. yeah yeah we, we're both irritable yeah we are irritable um ladies of a certain age as well but there you go um <laughs> but it's all, it's, all, it's, it's all very much um the pressure it's like it's like keeping that lid on mm. to half term yeah but you know should we should we keep that lid on till half term or do we need to just share how we're feeling yeah because we shared um, a, a sketch note quite early on. I think it was probably um, April or May. And it was about the psychological response to COVID-19 yeah. and how um, now that we are aware that the, the, the pandemic is here, it's the kind of the middle section. And in the middle section, it's 
there are two phases of that middle section and the first phase is high adrenaline fast action getting things done you know lots and lots of high stress um, but also high productivity because mm. things are happening so much faster than they were you know the, the way in which teachers have learned how to do things they never dreamed that they would have to and how quickly they've mm. done and what an enormous achievement that is but alongside that is there is also this deep exhaustion and uh, this you know after this high adrenaline you're going to have a crash and I think most people and certainly what we've heard from teachers over the last sort of five six weeks is that they are cycling through those two mm. action phases I think it's about feeling now this week mm. as you would be the the Friday before half term mm. it's it's We've lost a couple of weeks mm. of that. I mean, the autumn term is the hardest term of them yeah. all anyway, without COVID yeah. on top, just exacerbating this whole the whole situation. Yeah. And I think what I personally am struggling with, struggling with is, is not knowing how long we're going to be working in this way for. Yeah, It's not having that end date. Yeah. You can work towards yeah. a date and think, well, in yeah. uh, February the 10th, yeah. it'll be okay and I'll be able to go and, back and to And as teachers, we always work to an end date. We always yes. work to half terms, terms, exam yeah. dates, you know, summer holidays. That's always been, you know, oh, I'm going to get through the next six mm. weeks. But mm. at the moment, we haven't got that. No, but something that we were talking about earlier that I think is uh, really important to discuss today is that alongside all of this um, change and the novelty and you know, the newness and, and the challenge that this brings, there's an awful lot that is still hasn't changed. And I think we're not recognising that enough. We're not recognising that we are actually still the same people we were a year ago. You know, we still behave in the same way. We still have the same needs. We still need to be in contact with people. Um, we still need to actually sit next to people. Uh, we still need to um, be able to touch the, the people that we love, you know, have a hug from a friend or, you know, shake someone's hand. And those those things are um, oh, shaking someone's hand feels like a distant, distant memory. I can't remember it? the last time I did it. No. Um, I can remember elbow bumping back in. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think anyone elbow bumps anymore because you can't get close. No, so it's, no. It's... Well, I, I, I'm talking to friends and the having to have a mask on and having to be you know two meters away it's, it's actually harder mm. to hear people as well but i think what what doesn't help either is that having a mask on is very often you can't tell who's behind that mask yeah. and i know i've walked pe past people that are friends or colleagues of mine and they've actually we both that. had to stop and think oh yeah oh it's you. yeah yeah so with that in mind the fact that you know we are still the same people we do have the same needs it's thinking about ways that we can address those needs um, in the current context. Let's be practical. Let's be practical. that's what we are. Yes. And, you know, we're, we're trying to make things simpler and to help uh, teachers in schools ultimately make a difference to the pupils. And we know that pupils, just like everybody else, are missing human contact. They're missing human connections. So let's say for the sake of argument that you're going to live stream a session and it's going to be a short session and you want to increase the amount of human connection that you have in that session. There are three things that you can do. So one of the things that you can do is to, right from the outset, set an expectation. When I ask a question, I expect an answer to be um, provided by you in some format. And that might be, it might be that they write something in the chat. It might be that they turn their mic on and they answer you, or it might be that they actually, they write it down and then they, 
um, take a photo of it and they upload it somewhere so it's anonymous. But I think setting those expectations and supporting those who feel less comfortable to do that, that this is a safe environment, everybody's going to be doing it, and this is the way we're going to increase human connection. I think that's really important, isn't it? Absolutely. But I know from talking to many colleagues in some of the webinars we've had over the last few weeks, mm. that this whole idea of getting the pupils to that point where they can engage yeah. is the one thing that, yeah. that schools really are thinking about, well, we've got all of this in place, yeah. but if we can't get the pupils to actually engage in what we're doing, yeah. I think having these practical steps, yeah, you know, it's but, start to think where, where it's going to go. And there was a, a figure bandied about for quite a number of weeks, more towards the end of last term, they were talking about 30% engagement when pupils mm. were learning at home. So if we take that to this next two terms, that mm. I think we're going to um, have significant issues with self-isolation and pupils learning at home whether it's a class or a few pupils or a whole year group or in some cases it might even be whole schools because I know that we've got some schools where they haven't actually haven't got the staff now to keep the school open no. and, it, and it might be that some of these strategies we can actually look at ways to enable parents to engage as well because that's another yeah another area that we need to think about. yeah because I think there is a it's much more a partnership working now isn't it with mm. um, the parents or the caregivers mm. at home but if we're thinking about um, engagement, and we ran a, a webinar, was it yesterday? Yes. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It feels like a long time ago already. But we ran a, a webinar yesterday looking at engagement. And one of the things that um, I think was, I don't know, it was a little bit of a surprise when we talked about it was we asked, well, OK, so in a face to face scenario prior to COVID, if you were looking at school attendance, turning up for learning, what happens when pupils don't turn up for learning in a face-to-face -face environment? And we asked that of the participants and it was, well, you know, we get, they get a phone yeah. call home or, you know, eventually they might get the education and welfare officer involved or, you know, it's serious stuff. If you don't turn up, then there are very clear guidelines. There are very clear expectations and um, it's, it's dealt with. But I think that um, it's much more difficult to, in quote unquote, deal with it when you're not face to face yeah. with someone, but how many, how many um, schools, classes, um, well, schools really have a whole school approach to, in the first instance, when a child doesn't yeah. turn up for it's home expectations, learning. isn't it? Yeah. Be very how are you sharing those expectations mm. with with um, with pupils? But then and parents and parents, but then how are you supporting them to fulfil those mm. expectations? And um, one of the things that we talked about was. Um, if you're going to um, encourage children to turn up for um, for home learning, how you're actually motivating them to do that? Because we all know, don't we, that paying children to do homework, <laughs> which we discussed yesterday, yeah. doesn't work. So no. we've got to. It's the carrot and the stick, isn't it? How can we make sure that they can actually feel that what they're doing online is worthwhile? Yes, yes, and this is it. It's got to be intrinsic motivation as opposed to extrinsic motivation. Mm -hmm like you say paying paying people to do stuff generally doesn't work you know teachers teach because they love it because Absolutely. it's a vocation and you know we want children to learn because they love it because they can see they're making progress and that's one of the prerequisites of getting children to turn up for home learning is that it's they've got to see it as valuable if they don't see it as any value to them then why would they do it so the purpose needs to be really clear yeah so the purpose needs to be really clear they need to feel like they're making progress but also it needs to tick a box for them. It needs to give them something 
that they actually need. And of course, they need human connection. Mm. So learning has to provide that human connection. So one of the things that we talked about as well was the um, five step model, um, Kirshner's five step model to direct instruction, mm -hmm. which is a really nice um, frame to hang um, blended learning on. I mean, the idea that that um, direct instruction is actually chalk and talk. I mean, that's that's not that's not really no, the case, is it? No. But there's there's been so many um, blogs on Twitter and comments on Twitter and social media about how people have really had to think about the quality of the instruction mm. that they're actually giving as part of whether it is face to face in the lesson mm. or it is via a remote mm. um, system that. That is, you've got to be really clear on what you want pupils to be able to do and how and not necessarily take a long time to say it but you've got to be very succinct mm. in what and, you and say just and I know Jane and I we often talk about um how Jane will listen to me you'll listen to me talking about something you think where the hell is she going with yeah. that and I just a thought has popped up in my head and yeah, Finn, where are you going with this well where I'm going with this is um YouTube YouTube videos that show you how to do things oh yes you know they are often very very short because quite personally if a youtube if i'm looking for say for example i don't know how to how to um, fit a mic to a, a particular platform or what a microphone to a particular platform or how to use a particular experience here Finn. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how, to, how to fix a particular issue on excel or something like that if it's longer than five minutes i don't want to know yeah and that's as an adult who's you know a self-studier is really focused on that so you know that's probably where we need to be yeah. going with this is you need about yeah. short you need the short simple steps not all the fluff that goes yeah. around it necessarily yeah so you know the idea that um you would uh, a, let's say a secondary school teacher uh, might um have six lessons of during the day and that they might um be teaching live streamed sessions or maybe even concurrent sessions where they've got pupils in the class and pupils at home and they're live streaming the whole of that hour or the whole of that 50 minutes that that's it's not manageable it's, no it's not it's not reasonable it's not realistic no and I, I think it's also it's not what's actually needed either because if you're thinking about Kirshner's five steps you've got the first step is you know set the scene for learning um, make sure they've got the knowledge that they need. You don't need to do that necessarily in person. You don't even need to do it during the lesson time. It could be done beforehand. Mm -hmm. You could have some flip learning. You've got then clearly explain what's expected of the pupils and what you want them to do. And then you've got model the learning. Now, those two stages are probably best done face to face, -face. or with some kind of human yeah. contact, whether it's face to face as mm -hmm. in a recorded snippet clip youtube mm. style video or a um a live stream five minutes because I, I know i don't know about you but over the 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 years of my teaching i can't remember ever having stood up in front of a class for more than about five ten minutes at a time no. I, I well i'm sure some of my ex-pupils might come back to me and say <laughs> yes yeah. you did but I, I i don't think i I no. did. It's it's very short explanations, and they go and try something, yeah, and then come back. And it's that constant toing and froing of right. This is what I expect you to do. This mm. is what I, you know, this is how I want you to do it. Now you try, mm. and then seeing what the feedback is like. And I think it's that feedback that's actually more uh, more difficult to manage. But and we need to build mm. in 
uh, pre-planned misconception yeah. tasks. And, and I think we? we were talking about misconceptions as well this morning that, mm. you know, as an experienced teacher, you know, when you're teaching something that you might have taught it, you know, this might be the 40th, 15th time you've mm. taught it, mm. that concept, you know, which, which misconceptions are usually the ones that, mm. that pupils make. So you can address that in your explanation at the beginning. Yes. And it's very much, very often, sometimes misconceptions will arise from what your explanation is if you're yes. not very careful yeah but I think we also need to be very mindful of our recently qualified teachers our NQTs and people teaching outside their subject specialism yeah. that if it's something you haven't taught mm. very many times mm. with different with, and also misconceptions are different might be different for different ability groups yeah. or for different year groups yeah. it's just be very mindful of that that is sometimes a very difficult thing to um, develop unless you've got the experience sitting behind you so it's all about supporting each other yeah and I, I was just thinking while you were talking there I was thinking about primary colleagues obviously they're having to teach the entire curriculum mm. um, and you know it may be that they have a, um, a, a better um, knowledge of or they feel more comfortable with a certain area of yeah, the curriculum got and they feel less yeah. comfortable elsewhere and that is what like you say really important to actually, you know, have this space and time to talk to colleagues and say, well, you know, I'm going to be teaching this topic this year and you did yeah. it last year. What what did you find were the issues? Yeah. I think the, the worry is that teaching is a lonely or can be a very lonely job yeah. once you're in the classroom. Mm. It's with COVID on top where, you you know, you might not be able to mm. have those. You know, we talked about this the other week. Did we do a meeting at the, at the kettle, making a cup of coffee, just yeah. having a chat over yeah. or I'm doing this, this, this next lesson mm. that, how do you find time for yeah. human connection for you yes. with your colleagues? Yes. And I think, you know, in the same way that we're thinking about building it in for pupils, building it in for staff as well. So having a, uh, a Google Classroom for staff where they can share stuff that they're doing or talk about things that are causing them problems or even um, sharing ideas that they're thinking about, but they want to get some mm. feedback on. And that's why Twitter is so fantastic for um, discussions of that nature. I've seen a lot of um, teachers recently saying, um, "Oh, I've got. I'm going to be teaching this next. Any ideas as to where I could start? Or I've I've done this. Do you want yeah. a copy?" And it's Te fantastic. teaching is such a fantastic profession, and it's mm. full of so many fantastic professionals that are so willing to share. Mm. Um, and they're not precious over what they share. And mm. I think that is the the one thing that we need to take from COVID is that the whole. Yes. it's it's just been opened up but that yes. whole sharing and of yeah. ideas and and valuing each other I think yeah. is really important yeah going back to um for a second talking about um the things that haven't changed the the fact that we are still the same people we're just dealing with a different set of problems um and the you know the fact that um that high quality instruction hasn't changed just going back to yeah. what it means to to um create high quality instruction and dylan william said famously said that the cognitive load theory is the one most important thing yeah. that teachers need to know about and uh, more recently i've seen on, on twitter talking about desirable difficulties uh the kind of the second most important yeah. thing that that people need to know about and the whole idea of retrieval practice and spaced and interleaved learning and all of those kinds of things it this is the really perfect opportunity to um use uh, the brevity that is required by our current situ situation to actually weed out what doesn't work because one of the things that that we have noticed or I have noticed personally over the last five 
plus years is that by using Twitter, I've become a better writer. By having to summarize to 140 characters and then 280 characters, it's made me think much more about the words that I use. So if we're thinking about direct instruction or we're thinking about high quality instruction, mm. by squeezing what you need to do into a five minute yeah. clip or a 10 minute clip, it makes you, uh, it makes everything that's included high quality because you can't keep anything in that. No. That you wouldn't use. I mean, it's the same with it's our same, research bias. Exactly what I was going to say, isn't it? It's, it's that 20 minutes of succinct. Yes. This is what you need to know. Yeah. No glossing over no all you know the faffy bits as we call them yeah that you don't, you don't need it's just these are the key things because we're all busy yeah these are the key things that you need to know and why you need to know them yeah and if we're going to provide you with professional learning let's say and we know that you need human connection we know that you need high quality instruction and we know that you need tasks that you that you can follow up from that it's not just a one-hit wonder and we know that you need to learn it before the end of the research bites that you're not going away thinking well, that was good, but now I need to learn it. If we know that you need all of those four things, it's creating um, really high quality and leaving out the reading or PowerPoint and leaving out the, you know, the, the things that don't work because you haven't got time to do them. And I think that that is one of the real benefits to uh, working in COVID is this is a real opportunity to use the brevity to actually make a difference to learners and, and to improve and practice it is and it's also putting that guided practice time within our professional learning as well yeah. so that there are activities that you know as you would in a lesson mm. now go off and think about this now go off and read this or now go off and try this and then come back and tell, tell me us how you went. did it yeah yeah because yeah. you know guided practice time is a constant um uh, practice re-guiding based on feedback practice re-guiding based on feedback you know so it's it's not a right now go off and do it and you know you're sorted I don't yeah. need to speak to you again it, it's it's that constant yes how's this going so that's the next thing that I think teachers might need to want to look at after they've um, thought about the you know the short sharp clip style direct instructions thinking about once I've started them on practice how am I going to guide it how am I going to make sure that they are heading in the right direction? How am direction? I going to get the feedback that I need yeah. to know to make sure that they've got what I wanted them to get? So formative assessment in the time of COVID-19. That's that's a webinar in itself, Finn. <laughs> that is, yeah. Maybe I'll have I to write, write that, that down. down. Yeah, yeah. Write that down. <laughs> okay, so there, there's lots of things that, um, that you can um, do when you're developing learning alongside COVID-19 that actually we're being forced into but being but recognizing that this is a benefit recognizing that mm. this is something that actually will help and you know accepting that yeah. actually it's probably not a good idea to live stream your entire lesson but it but it, we were also talking about this this morning as well it's it might not also be appropriate for every subject no to be live streaming no absolutely not so it's it's thinking about what is the most appropriate platform yeah or strategy that you want to deliver and it might be that in one subject you might want to deliver one element as a live stream but yeah. you might want to have other elements yeah. 
you know in other formats yeah. whether it's things in google drive or it's it's pre-recorded video that pupils can access if or they even need to or... written instruction mm. but with a video call yeah. later on to talk about well how did you find that you know which steps yeah. did you find the most difficult where where were you making the errors so actually that the human connection comes through the video call rather than the mm. than the explicit instruction it's it's managing what works for you but what works for pupils as well what what yeah. actually helps learners progress changing the subject slightly you got you going off piste again no i'm not going off piece. no no there's something that we talked about earlier the uh, OECD has uh, published their latest review of yeah, it was how, yesterday wasn't it yeah, yeah curriculum yeah. for wales is going and it would be remiss of us not to at least mention it um well in in light of uh, kirsty williams yesterday and it also announced that the, the updated national mission yeah um, will be out over the next week or two um we felt that I think she said this week did she, she I don't, I, 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 yeah it's obviously it was yesterday there might be <laughs> something different i think it was i think it was this week um yeah. there's lots happening this week yeah so uh obviously i've got a train of thought now but it's thinking about how we can then address that maybe in a future podcast yeah because i think it would we can't really say anything until we know what welsh government is going to say i mean possibly they might come out and say, well, the timelines changed slightly. Yeah, but there wasn't really much in the OECD report that we didn't we didn't know. already know, which yeah. is, I don't know if that's encouraging or not encouraging, I'm well, not sure. I know that we've mentioned this in um, discussion and it's something that was a little bit disappointing is that as far as we are aware that COVID wasn't part of the review, you know, there wasn't any sort of support as to, you know, but we know that yeah. COVID is Because it's a bit of a massive curveball really, isn't it? Well, yes. <laughs> So they've left that all that 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 whole issue to Welsh government. Is it? Yeah, this is how you were progressing prior to the pandemic. COVID's not really happening. No, no. no so we've got a lot of you know. So now well, no COVID is happening, but you know you, you deal with that. Yeah. So that I think that's that's something to think about when um, the updated national mission is published. Yeah. Is that um, how are uh, how is the mission? Um, um, what's the word um, responding to um, our current restrictions yeah. because um, I, the more and more I hear from the um, the news is that this is this is long term this is not going to have a you know a magic um, sort of pill at some point and everything's going to be okay it's this is this is around for a while so we're going to have to find ways to, to manage this yes well, to live with it really isn't it it's like any other yeah disease that that we've already got yeah. in circulation like you know, we talked before flu. isn't it? measles flu yeah. all of those that we live alongside it's yeah. how we manage to do that yeah as as we and move forward. remain being positive. people yeah. and positive and having that human yeah. connection and finding ways to actually still be um still be positive in this time because it, it is difficult but we are still the same yeah. people yeah and we're all going through it so it's not yeah. a personal thing no, to some extent, it's, it's just both positive and negative. You just want to go somewhere and say, "Oh, I've had the yeah. most dreadful week." Well, we do that, don't we? <laughs> but I think it's about yeah. making sure that everyone realizes that you can sh just, yeah, offload, offload, yeah, find some because we're all feeling it. Yeah, we are. We are. We are all feeling. It. We're all in this together. And occasionally, I think, um, you know, you you think, "Gosh, we are living through history." People will write about yeah. this in history yeah. books, and you know how. How Wales coped with it, how the UK coped with it, how the world coped with it. We won't talk about how America coped with it. No, but we, we've said all along, haven't we, that you know what's what's kept me going personally is mm. the humour that's come out of it, yeah. and 
the way that you know people have managed to find funny things I mean yes. the number of gifts and the number of of <laughs> memes that we've come across and you just think yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. We, like, we've we're all keep still going. human when we yeah. are very resilient and we will come through this and it's recognizing there is lots um during this period that actually hasn't changed no we're still here yeah. we still will be here yeah we're, we're still providing what we've always done aren't we? yeah we are yeah yeah high policy couple impact. of pounds heavier but <laughs> well, here you are so i think that's a good place to end isn't it it is so we'll see you uh, next time yes have a good week bye thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes you can find us online at www.impact.wales you can also follow us on social media on twitter at impact wales on facebook and instagram search for impact wales and on linkedin search for impact school improvement <laughs>